0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Put on the whole armor of God. So said St. Paul. So I started thinking about armor. In Paul's day, the word armor would have invoked thoughts of the Roman soldiers in their protective vesture. Helmets, breastplates, shields, well prepared for battle. Later in medieval times, there were suits of armor covering a person from the top of his head to the tip of his toes. An impenetrable covering to protect them. Nowadays, we have armor plating on tanks and warships. And the presidential limousine is armor-plated all around, providing a, a protective cocoon for the president wherever he goes. Armor has a long history to protect us against the enemies trying to hurt us. But what if The enemy isn't outside you, but within you. Then what? Then armor does you no good. It could, in fact, hurt you, trapping you inside, or giving you a false sense of security, thinking that you're safe and so letting your guard down And so making yourself really more vulnerable than ever. So not just armor is needed. But the right armor. And to know the right armor, you have to know the enemy rightly. To know how to defend. To know what to defend. And so for us as Christians... The right armor is the armor of God. Because the enemy, Paul goes on to say, is not one that any armor of this world can defend against. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. The armor of this world can protect the body, but only the armor of God can protect the heart. That was the point Jesus was making in the Holy Gospel we heard today. Those words are a continuation of the Holy Gospel we heard last week when the Pharisees were accusing the disciples of Jesus of not keeping the rules and traditions of the elders. Wrong armor, Jesus is saying. Rules and traditions, how to wash, when to wash, what to eat, and things like that, they're not necessarily bad and maybe serve a purpose. But if you're depending on them or other kinds of good works to protect you and save you, wrong armor. Because the truth is, you're being attacked from within. It is the unclean thoughts and desires that are lurking in your heart and in your mind. Evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. That's what's hurting you. Whether they come out of you in your words and actions or not, still they are doing their awful work in you. They are consuming you, corrupting you, corroding you from the inside out. Something else is needed a different kind of armor. But before we move on to that, consider how we do this too. Put on the wrong kind of armor. It wasn't just the Pharisees. The Pharisees did it with their rules and regulations and traditions, thinking this was the armor they needed that would protect them. How do we do it? How do you do it? try to protect yourself. What what barriers or wrong armor do we put up around us to keep those we think are hurting us out? Physical barriers maybe. But more often I think emotional ones. Walls around our hearts. Excuses to protect our Hurting conscience. Attacking others to defend our pride. Justifications. To keep out accusations or condemnation. And what about denial? Or maybe we just separate ourselves. And go into our own little cocoons. It doesn't work, does it? And then what? The barriers and wrong armor we've put up and put on then trap us instead of protect us. Our cocoon becomes our prison. Trapping us in despair, in doubt, in unbelief, in the very sin we were trying to protect ourselves This kind of armor doesn't work. Roman soldiers were eventually defeated. There's a reason why suits of armor aren't used anymore. Armor plating cannot protect against, say, electronic warfare. And presidents and other public figures have often been brought down. How? From the sin within. From sin that has come From their own hearts. It's a time maybe to try something new. Put on the armor of God. So I was thinking about armor, this kind of armor this time, and a story popped into my head the story of David and Goliath. Do you remember that story? David went out to fight the Philistine giant Goliath, who seemed invincible. And who, by the way, had his own armor to protect him. David defeated him with just a stone and a sling. Goliath had mocked him for coming out with such weak weapons. But David knew what Goliath didn't know. The right armor. For you see, that's not the whole story. Because something happened earlier in that story that is not a small detail, but actually pretty important in this context. When Saul finally decided to let David go and fight Goliath, the first thing he did was to tell David to put on his armor. Saul's armor, the king's armor, the best armor there was to protect himself. And David tried, but it didn't fit. David was still a boy, and Saul was a man of war. So David took it off. He wouldn't go into battle with this kind of armor, but with the armor of faith, And trust. The armor of trusting in the Lord and his promises. Rather than trusting in the strength of man. It seemed stupid. It seemed foolish. It seemed like David was going to his death. But David knew that this battle was not a physical one but a spiritual one. Would they trust God and his promises to them? Would God fight for them? Only by taking off Saul's armor could David then put on God's armor. For the armor that looks strong would in truth make David weak. The armor that looked weak made David strong. So what about you and your life? Put on the armor of God. The truth is, the good news is, you already have this armor. It was given you in your baptism when you were clothed, armored, With Christ and his righteousness, his truth, his life, his forgiveness. And the devil has nothing that can pierce that armor. He tried. He unleashed everything he had against Jesus in his life and in his death. And on that third day, when the seal of the grave was broken and the tomb empty, he had nothing. And he had nothing left. He was defeated, he was left empty-handed, his prey had gotten away. And clothed with Christ, armored with Christ and his righteousness, his truth, his life, and his forgiveness, the devil has got nothing on you either and cannot hold you either. So to put on the armor of God, as Paul says here, is to put on Christ, to live in the promises of Christ given you in your baptism. Which means this, which means don't deny your sin, or deny that what you're doing is sin, or try to justify your sin. Wrong armor. But confess your sin because you have the promise of Christ's forgiveness, right. Armor. It means this, not to go along with the opinions of others or what the world or the culture says today is good or right. Wrong armor. That might make you think you're safer for a while. But the things of this world, the opinions and thoughts of this world come and go and change and will finally leave you wondering if there's any truth at all. But the word of the Lord And the truth of his word lasts forever. Right armor. To put on the armor of God means not to rely on yourself and what you can do. Wrong armor means to rely on Christ and what he has done for you. Right armor. It means not to hide or separate yourself from others. Wrong armor. That's armor that just causes fear and despair and bitterness to be locked up in your heart. But do good to those who persecute you. Forgive them. Pray for those who hurt you. Love those who hate you. Right armor. It means not to try to clean yourself up and come before God as somebody he should love. Wrong armor. But rather come as the sinner you are and pray as we did in the intro today. Create in me a clean heart, O God, I can't do it. All those things mentioned earlier in the gospel, I, I can't do that. But create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Whenever God creates, it's always from nothing. In the beginning, God spoke, and it came to be, and now too. He speaks, and it is. The word preached, proclaimed, washed, and fed to you. Making you a new creation. Right armor. Get it? Not easy. St. Paul was in chains when he wrote these words. But clothed with Christ, armored with Christ, he knew he was safe. He knew he was secure. He knew he was in the right armor. Even when the sword came down upon his neck and his now bodiless head fell to the ground. His armor, the righteousness, truth, life, and forgiveness of Christ protected him and saved him. Death just took him from this life to the next. That's pretty good armor. So, what do you think? You want that kind of armor? You already have it. You are a baptized child of God. So don't be afraid, even if you're staring down a Goliath of a problem or issue in your life. Take off that armor you've been relying on, that's weighing you down and not really working anyway. Put on the armor of God. The armor of Christ. Christ. His word, his life, his forgiveness. That's the right armor. Maybe it looks weaker and you think it weaker. But if so, then remember these words, also from the Apostle Paul. When I am weak, then I am strong. In the name of the Father and of the Son,